we have the pleasure of welcoming Shane Baka to our Ingati interview series today. This is Nishita from Ingati. Actually, I would like to begin with a quick interview for Ingati today. Ingati is the world's leading open multilingual no-code chatbot platform, which has more than 25,000 bots deployed, various over 14 channels across 186 countries in every possible domain and use case. We run our Ingati blog and video channel, which receives more than 300,000 visitors annually attraction. Uh, and now for our guest, Shane Barker is an accomplished digital marketing specialist and is the CEO of Shane Barker Consulting. He has over 20 years of experience in the field of digital marketing and has an expertise in consulting Fortune 500 and numerous A-bank celebrities who work and who actually he helps to online digital marketing strategies and conduct social media campaigns for them. Shane has also written multiple articles for publications such as inc.com, HuffPost, Forbes, CoSchedule, and much more. Shane has also been recognized as one of the most 100 most influential people in the space of influencer marketing. Hey, Shane, we're really thrilled to have you on our interview series today. Yeah, well, I'm excited being a part of it. When you guys reached out and said, hey, we want to have you on the podcast, I was like, oh, this is exciting. I knew we had to accept fast. That's great to hear from you. So we'll move on to the first question out here. We do all understand that building a brand can be very tough. Uh, if you can help us understand what is the process that you follow when you actually build a comprehensive digital marketing strategy for one of your own or one of your customers out there. Yeah, I think, you know, building a brand is hard, right? It takes a lot of time and effort and, and, and a lot of times money as well. So, you know, building a comprehensive brand, I think really what you have to figure out is what is the goal of the brand? Like, what are you looking to do, right? And, and where's your market at? And what do you need to do to be able to put that plan together? And once again, that's either going to be, you know, uh, money or, or, or resources that you have, right? And time. So I, that's what we do is we do the initial evaluation of saying, hey, before we come up with a digital marketing strategy, like who is your audience? Who are you trying to sell to? Where do you think this audience is at? Make sure that expectation is there with the brand. You know, they're looking to start like, hey, what do you, you know, you're going to do this full time. You're going to do a part time. What is your budget to get this thing up and going? How much working capital do you have? You know, I mean, there's a lot of questions that, that go into that. A lot of people have great ideas and have a logo, but to take it to that next step and actually build a brand um, is, once again, it takes a lot of time and, and a lot of resources. So I always like to educate people of like, hey, this is, you know, when you're being an entrepreneur and you're building a brand, um, it's, it's a constant grind, right? It's probably not going to be eight to five, you're probably not going to go home at, you know, 501 and, and go home and kiss your wife and eat dinner. You, you might, but the thing is, you're probably going to be working from six until midnight, right? And the idea of this is that it just takes a lot of work. And I think that's important for people to understand before they jump into, you know, something that they, they, they don't really fully understand. So we always make sure they understand that ahead of time. That's great. Uh, I would like to move to the next question. What do you believe is the power of social media and why it should or should not be the center pin of digital marketing strategies? Yeah, the, the power of social media, I mean, there's a number of, of, of different factors, but I, I can tell you in, in current times, right, when we've got the coronavirus and stuff like that, like social media is, is, a, is a huge factor in the sense that that's the way that we're communicating and talking with people and, and getting, hopefully, maybe getting our news. Hopefully, it's it's 
real news, not fake news, but good news that's, you know, what's going on in, in the world. But I think the cool part about it as a, in, a, in regards to a business is that you can use social media for whatever, right? You can talk about your products or service. You can talk about things that are going on in your community. Um, I think it is a, what I call it is a social touch. It's a way for you to give you an example. Like if I had to shut down my restaurant in this current situation, I, I lose touch with all of my customers. But if you have social media, you don't lose full touch. You can tell people in your, on your Twitter, on Instagram or TikTok, wherever, hey, we're still open. We're doing this. We're serving food. We're like, so you can kind of keep in touch with everybody, right? And I don't think anybody thought that social media necessarily would be, would be in this certain situation where it's like become, I mean, that's a, that's a, a, a channel of communication that now it's like essential. Like they didn't have this, you know, whatever, a long time ago, 20 years ago to be able to communicate and, and understand what's going on. So this right now, if you've built up communities on Twitter, your Instagram, wherever this may be, or LinkedIn or your blog, you still have those communities, right? And you can still tap into those communities for either help or let them know education or anything. So I think social media now more than ever, if we'd had this conversation a month ago, I would have said, yeah, it's important. Now we're realizing it's essential. It's absolutely a piece that you want to have in regards to your, your marketing mix and make sure that you're using it. Of course. And sitting from home, that's only the one place people can actually connect with the near and dear ones and actually get to know what's happening out there. So definitely. Need yeah. We're, we're all using it right now for sure. Of course. Yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on to the next question, uh, since you mentioned about the pandemic, which is going on uh, right now, what do you think uh, that's going to bring a change in the field of digital once it's all over out there? Yeah, it's, um, I think in regards to this and what we got going on with the coronavirus and the pandemic, I think um, not only I'm, I'm hoping in the digital space, but I'm hoping in the world, I, I hope that it brings people closer together. Um, that's really my, what I'm hoping good will happen from it, because this is the first time in history that we've ever um, really been fighting a common enemy. Right. It, usually it's, you know, it's wars, it's somebody versus somebody, you got to pick a side and that's very ugly, not stuff that we want to be involved with. But this is a situation where, you know, India is no different than China, no different than the US, no different than any other country. Like we're all going after, we have one common enemy and it's the coronavirus, right? And so I think we see, hopefully see a lot more people coming together from a humanistic standpoint, you know, to be able to help each other in time of need. And so whether you're I don't care what country you're from, like we should all come together. And I think we're going to see that, you know, in a situation where we're all coming together. And I, I hopefully it's going to happen in the digital space. What I really want to see while this pandemic's happening is more people in the digital space helping each other. Um, and I'll give you an example. I had, you know, two of my biggest clients that um, about two weeks ago, I told my team, hey, we're going to probably see some people cancel. Why well, two of my biggest clients cancel? Um, and we jumped on a call with them and, and less about like trying to pull them back in contractually and saying, oh, you have to do this with us. I said, what can I do to help you guys? Like, where are you guys at right now? Like you guys can't afford this and I get that, but let's talk about that. Like you don't want marketing 100%, but what can I do to help you just from a human to a human? Like, what can I do to help you guys in this situation? And both of those clients ended up coming back and, and coming back, not full managed services that we had before, but they came back with, with limited capacity. And that was because they said, you know, we appreciate you being human about it right? Because really business to business, I have a contract, you guys have to go forward with us, like you can't cancel, right? Because of my contracts. But I just, I just, that's just not the way to do things. I wanted to like, you're going through this as much as I'm going through this, right? And you're a human, I'm a human. And what can we do to work together and make things better? And so that that's really been my goal. I think the social, I think, you know, 
I haven't seen them. There's been a lot of companies that have actually surged, that have actually done better during these times. Obviously, travel and hotels and rental cars and all that kind of stuff has taken a major hit. But we've seen other industries that have gone through the roof. I've had... I've gotten more leads in my web off my website in the last two weeks. I've had more traffic to my website. So there's been some upticks there in regards to people obviously being at home and, and eyeballs there. So I, I think, you know, once again, certain entries will be will be difficult. We're gonna probably go into a, a recession. But I think if we can once again look at this from a humanistic standpoint of how can we help each other on the digital space and just worldwide, I think that is where that's where good things are gonna happen. I, I completely agree with it. So I also assume that it's finding the right target audience for your business at this time and, you know, trying to focus on that rather than, uh, you know, just trying to cause down everything what we can do out there. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is you have to realize, like, right now, most companies are stopping or freezing their budget for marketing. And that's not the thing to do. <laughs> because if you freeze your, this is what I'm what I'm planning. I have all these other companies that are my competitors are going to stop and freeze their budget. And I'm going to double up on my budget. And I'm going to go and I'm going to beat them in PPC, right? Because PPC now, if it was usually $5 a click, now it's $1.50. Because I, there's less competition. So bidding, I'm going to take over the number one keywords. And from an SEO perspective, my team is revamping my content. So it'll be number one for keywords that some of the number one marketers in the world are, are number one for. So this is the thing. Everybody else pause. I'm doubling up on things and, and looking at this as an opportunity to move forward. Right. So you grab the opportunity when the entire world is sleeping. You have to. That's the thing is everybody right now is worried. And I'm like, yeah, I'm worried, but I know this is an opportunity. I know that this is, you know, before, like I said, PPC, I, I can triple my budget and spend the same amount of money that I was spending three weeks ago. And so now I can get the message out to more people. And once again, when we talk about messaging, you know, I am very sympathetic at the things that we've got going on, but business does have to continue, right? And so I want people to know like, hey, you know, if you can't afford it and you're scared, then don't do it. Absolutely don't do it. But the other people, if you have a healthy company and you just stop marketing altogether, there's other people that are going to take advantage of this time. And, and I'm going to be one of them. Exactly. That's, that's smart. Um, moving on to the next question. Do you believe that conversational intelligence or chatbots has the potential of taking up a significant part of automation of a customer's support or lead generation in the future of marketing? Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, when we talked about conversational intelligence and chatbots, I mean, we're, um, you know, I think we're at the infancy stages of that. I think, you know, we've seen obviously a crazy amount of improvements in regards to, you know, funnels you can build, answering questions. I mean, now with customer service, you can, you know, most customer services, 80% of the questions are the same, right? So that's where you can have somebody, I mean, that's where we have call centers that you train them because you know that 80% of the questions are going to be this and they know what to say. It's no different with chatbots. You can absolutely um, put those together and you can, Obviously, you know, you can cut down the amount of payroll and, and different you know, employees that you have because you have these individuals that can answer 80% of your questions. It's, that's a bot that you set up. Um, and then, you know, after that, you can, you know, it's the same thing. You can go and have the, you know, the other individuals that can go and answer those other 20% of the questions. So chatbots are only the beginning. I think this is going to continuously get better and better in regards to, you know, how you answer things and, and, and how, what you can do in regards to customer service, but also through selling. I think there's a lot of different things you can do with it. It's um, like I said, just the beginning stages. It's going to be really exciting times here soon. That's correct. So moving on to my next question, what role does AI play in businesses to optimize themselves to cross the finish line? And I think you quite mentioned about that as well. 
Yeah. So I think AI, um, obviously AI, like anything else is going to, it helps in regards to, you know, software that you can go in and it'll help you make an educated decision off of um, data that's being put into that. Right. And then, so anytime you have something like that, where you're putting in huge data sets of information and it's putting out um, a hypothesis or putting out an answer for you is going to be beneficial. Right. I mean, I, I don't think there's going to be ever a downside to once again, because us as humans can look at only so much stuff and, and come up with an evaluation of that. AI is going to to make it so it's 10 times, 100 times better that they can look at things and come up with an answer within seconds, right? Um, and I think that's the, the value of, of AI is, is that saying that time savings, that you're going to be able to go in and, and you know, be able to use these softwares. I do think some people were worried about it taking over jobs and this kind of stuff. I don't think that's going to happen. To me, it's software. It's just something that makes things more efficient that you can go in and use. Um, but I don't think you know, AI is ever going to in our lifetime going to take over what humans can do in regards to like having conversations like this, like this probably wouldn't be an AI based conversation, right? AI based is very data driven. I'm human. I have feelings. I have this and you are too, right? So there's, you, you're, it's going to be very difficult to, uh, like I said, maybe and I might bite my tongue here. Maybe in 10 years they have that. I don't know. But right now I think you're not really going to, people shouldn't be worried about their jobs from an AI perspective because AI is just here to improve things. Um, you know, I think things are going to be good. Okay, so I think that's it. I just have one more question left. And that's, do you have any thoughts that you want to leave our viewers with? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, what I want to leave the viewers with is, is remember in these current times, even though it can be difficult, right? Because I think everybody's being quarantined and we've have, you know, ever-changing world because of the coronavirus. Remember that we're in this together. I think that's important. I think people need to understand that, like, listen, we're fighting a common a common war, right? And I think it's, this is that time to help your neighbor. This is the time to um, do more, you know, more what you can do from home to be able to help, you know, local restaurants, to be able to help people that are in need. If you have, you know, if you have a stable job and you have money, like, what can you do to help that next person, right? And give you an example, like, you know, I've gone and buy, bought gift cards from restaurants that I'm not gonna be able to use for a few months, but I did that because I want to give back. There's certain people that have, that have, you know, restaurant owners, people that I know that are friends of mine. And if we all did that, if we all looked at it from a human standpoint of helping each other, I just think a lot of good can happen, especially because it's going to be trying times over these next you know few months with recessions and other things going on. But if we stick together and think about it as we're all humans, I don't care if you have white skin, brown skin, black skin, that that's not a, that's mute now. I don't care about it. Nobody should care about any of that. What you should care about is that you have a heartbeat. I have a heartbeat and we're here to make things better. And then the only way to do that is to come together and help each other. So that is, that's less of a marketing message and more of a, of just being, being a good person and doing good things. Okay. I think that was great. Thank you so much for spending so much time with us and giving your expert advice out there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Angarti Engage series. We'll be launching more interviews with experts across the globe. Until then, stay tuned.